the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. You work on being gentle and calm and seizing your words with grace and, and staying plugged into a home group or plugged into a church or coming. That's why we do a lot of events, you know, uh, sacred assembly nights or morning worship or when, you know, we do all these things to help people keep, stay broken and fed and refueled. And, and you have to maintain, and sometimes even as a Christian, God will use things to wake you up and break you again, break you again. If heaven has called you, hell will attack you. And when you're broken, God may finally get your attention. Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear part one of a much-needed soul-shaking message from Pastor Shane titled, Broken by God, God Breaks You to Make You. James H. Augie once said, The church is a hospital where the brokenhearted may be healed and where all the weary and troubled may find rest and take counsel together. Today, Pastor Shane jolts the believer into the reality of God's everlasting love. There is no condemnation for those who are in Jesus, because God's discipline, though painful, is here to train you to be His warrior for today. Buckle up. Are you ready to be set free and transformed today? You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. The title of the message this morning is, God Breaks You to Make You. God Breaks You to Make You. And the automated texting system might be sending out the link to this. And I think pretty much everyone this morning is going to know someone who needs to hear this and be encouraged. So you can send that to them, tell them to, to, to listen to this important message, because this is where the sets the men apart from the boys. Have you heard that saying? This is where the rubber meets the road in this process of breaking. And we are still in Revelation 12. I was going to finish Revelation 12, but there are two verses that caught my attention that we can put up that I wanted to kind of springboard off of them into this topic. Revelation 12, 11, remember a couple weeks ago, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Then Revelation 12, 17, then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring. Who's that? Believers, depending on when you think this was written or what it pertains to, the bottom line is he is making war against believers. Those who keep God's commandments and they hold fast their testimony about Jesus. 
And so I want to talk to you more a couple weeks ago, but just didn't get the time on this topic of testimony. It's so important, even on Twitter as well. I mentioned that again. All these, you know, some of these major church leaders falling and others ruining their testimony and the testimony is at stake. And a testimony is so important. It is so important because your kids are watching your testimony, not what you say. Remember the poem I like to quote on Father's Day? I don't think I can remember it, but wait, come back Father's Day. I remember a little bit. The lessons you deliver may be very wise and true, but I'd rather get my lesson by observing what you do. For I may misunderstand you and the high advice you give, but there's no misunderstanding how you act and how you live. We are in a war for our testimony. I am, you are. That's where the enemy is going to come after us in this area of testimony. That's why it's so important to hold our ground. And God breaks you to make you. God will break you to make you. And God often prepares you before He places you. I've got a lot of cute little sayings during this sermon, but it'll, 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 it'll hit some of you where it needs to hit. God prepares you before He places you. Reading from Streams in the Desert, a devotional written in the 1940s, I would highly encourage you to, to sign up for them as well as Oswald Chambers. My utmost for His highest. They can email it to you every day. And it's just amazing the insight a lot of these people have. Some of the storms of life come suddenly. A great sorrow, a bitter disappointment, a crushing defeat. Anybody been there? Yet it is in the storm that God equips us for service. When God wants an oak tree, He plants it on the moor where the storms will shake it and the rains will beat down upon it. And it, 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 it is in the midnight battle with the elements that the oak wins its rugged fiber and becomes king of the forest. When God wants to make a man, He puts him into some storm. The history of manhood is always rough and rugged. No man is made until he has been out into the surge of the storm and has found fulfillment in that wonderful prayer, Oh God, take me, break me, and make me. That's a powerful prayer. Take me, make me, break me. The broken brokenness is a blessing. The power of brokenness. What does that mean? Well, I'm glad you asked. Keep listening. You'll know exactly what it means in about 45 minutes. But think about this. The disappointments of childhood, the pain of parenting, and the loneliness of getting older. All of these wilderness experiences do have a purpose. One of the hardest things, I think, for any parent after losing a child is watching God break that child. Or maybe out of sin or, or disobedience. There's a brokenness and you see your child going through and you, as much as you want to pull them out of that storm, sometimes you have to let them stay in that storm to get stronger. Did you know that babies would never walk if we didn't let them? If you just carried around the baby, never let them develop their muscles. So the enemy wants to destroy our testimonies, especially as things get worse. Compromise begins to enter in even more. The enemy is after your testimony as a believer. I want you to think about this. If salvation is a gift from God, 
initiated by the act of the will, as many people say, if you reject Him or accept Him, if salvation is that gift from God, the person initiated by the act of the will, then destroying that person's testimony definitely hinders people coming to the Lord. Many of the Samaritans believe because of the woman at the well's testimony. Isn't that true? You see so many, so many testimonies of people that it's hard to watch. And we've seen a lot of testimonies. Praise God, there's, there's tons of still success stories, but I wish I could tell you that every success story is, is ending well. Many back in their addictions, many have left their marriage. You see even leaders, you know, pastors, well-known pastors, all this, this controversy and falling, and, and it's, it, it hurts the flock. And that's why we often say, never look at a man or a movement. Look at the cross. If you follow me around for a week, you'll see things come out. Anybody get upset in traffic? They take your parking spot you wanted? Maybe raise your voice when you if you follow people around, that that flesh comes out sometimes. And our testimony. As, especially as, when, when Christians are new to the faith and they see people falling, it can really set them back. Many of us, we've been around enough to where such and such on TV or the radio or whatever is not going to... It's sad and, and it net, let, lets the wind out of my cell, but I understand the nature of man. And I'm going to follow Christ regardless of what men do. I just shared yesterday, I think it's when God develops your character by John Bevere and his wife Lisa are doing a podcast. They have some incredible insight. He said, don't let your platform get bigger than your character. We could just pause right there, right? And let that, let that kind of sink in a little bit. I did. Like, Lord, help me. Just, I don't, I, I, this character has to be, be able to sustain what you're calling us to. Because your anointing will take you somewhere, but it's your character that keeps you there. And I'm going to talk with the men about this in February on the Saturday mornings that we're doing. Once a month, I've committed to meet with the men, pray with them, talk with them, kind of open my heart uh, just for men only. If we film it, maybe ladies, you can watch it later. But but that's so important. Character is what stands the test of time. That's what I'm fighting for every day. That's what you're fighting for every day. That's why we apologize to our spouses. We, we apologize for, to our kids. We want to make that difference. But I want to share a key with you so it will encourage you. Not all brokenness is from God. Because people can get bitter at God. Why are you allowing this? Have you ever asked the why questions? You guys are not participating. I know it's hard, right? It's like, really what that often means? Why? Who has hurt you? Doesn't spell exactly that. Who, who, what, what, something has hurt you and I've become bitter at God. But regardless of where the brokenness comes from, God can use it. Thank God for that. Can you imagine? Can, can you just imagine if, if God's Word said something like, but in these situations, you're kind of on your own. 
you, you've drifted too far. I can't, ah, Satan's got you on this. I don't know what to do on these. So that's why you need to stay here. Could you imagine? Talk about going insane. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good. The reason I stopped there is I've heard so many people quote it and stop there. You don't, you can't stop there. There's not even a comma. Oh, brother, you know, I think God works everything for good. Well, there's kind of a little bit more to that. To those who love God. Now, how do we know we love God? Jesus said, and Scripture teaches, that we obey His Word, correct? Yes, obedience is very important. But obedience must flow from a joyful heart. If you're obedient, but you're critical and mean, you're almost like the Pharisee. And so, yeah, I love God. I follow His Word. And that's, this is actually why I come up with a lot of those names, right? Prune Face Pam. There's a Pam here. It didn't mean you. Where are you at, Pam? Didn't mean here. Okay. I just wrote these down. Nobody. There's a Carrie here too. I better not say all these things. Prune face Pam, critical Carrie, bitter Barbara. Don't worry, man. I've got a few for you. Legalistic Larry, arrogant Andy, and judgmental Jeff. All these people obey the Word of God, but they're as hard as stone. That's not a person who loves God. You love your theology. And you're arrogant. You want to be right about certain things. And again, we all struggle with this. You know, as I said in a video I just put out recently, us truth guys, right? Anybody truth guys? Do you lean more towards truth or love? Just a few of you? I'm going to start pointing you guys out here in a minute because I know who you are. I don't say you're all truth and no love. I say when you lean, you're going to, it's all, it's about the truth, right? Okay. And then there's the love side. Oh, just, just, Henry, I knew it. Yeah, good call. Just, just, just love them and just, and that's good. But biblically speaking, we've got to come back to the middle and have that truth and love. Both of those. He works all things to those who are the called according to His purpose. So I better line up with His purpose. And that often involves repenting. That's why I talk about repentance a lot. Not only is it great for somebody who doesn't know the Lord to come to saving faith, but it's also good to get the Christian back on track. It's basically how we clean house. It's January. Everybody's talking about juice cleanses and cleansing the body. (laughs) Repentance is spiritual cleansing because it gets the joy of the Lord back into our heart. Then if we love God, our attitude's right, we repent, Lord, I want to do Your will, then everything that happens, He will work out for His good. Not necessarily what we want, but His good. And then Job, I love this verse, but He knows the way I take When He has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. 
It's interesting, right? If you have a, anybody have a 14 karat ring or 24 John Bevere talked about this too, 24 karat, that's not pure gold. Once you put that gold in the furnace, that's why the Bible talks about furnace of affliction, then those things begin to come out. The dross, the impurities, and then what's left over is the pure gold. So Job, in essence, is saying, he's tested me in these wilderness experiences, in these difficulties, and these things come out of me to eventually better me. Now, on this side of heaven, there's no perfect person walking around. But aren't you glad, many of you, you're a lot better than you used to be? I, I pray with people often. They're like, Shane, I can't believe the Lord took away my anger. I used to get so mad. And I prayed for God to take it away and it got harder. Do you ever do that? The reason is, it's coming out. These things are coming out of you. So often when you want these things out, things don't get easier and life calm. You go through the storms and the challenges to bring these things out and repent. Some of, some of us have given up anger because we're just so disgusted as to what, at what it causes. God's got us to, to such a place of brokenness that those, those impurities came out. Lusts, the impurity of lust comes out as well. I mean, you could, I could apply this to so many different areas where we come forth as gold in our attitude, in our mind, in our physical appetites, all just things to purify us, to get us closer to look like Christ. 2 Corinthians 1.4, God comforts us in our tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble. Another reason for brokenness. And don't, don't you feel so good when you can talk to somebody and help them because God brought you through? Often, often, not always, but often your deepest pain, your deepest struggle as God's taking you through, that's going to be your greatest place of anointing. That's going to be your greatest work of, of what you're going to do for God, praying for people in this specific area that He brought you through. Because it's hard to bring someone through something you've never been through. How many can relate? I love when people who have no kids give me parenting advice. Oh, you should come and talk to me in a few years. It's funny, Moses had to live in the wilderness before he took them through the wilderness. That's why I've talked about this on podcasts before and at pastors' conferences and things. But And I'm all for whenever God calls a person, whatever age. But if you're young and you're a pastor... You might want to, you know, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. You know, you might want to sit underneath some seasoned leadership for a while because you don't know enough to take people through the pain of pastoring. You can't relate to this. You don't understand this. All you're worried about is sermon preparation and how well you did, and seminary didn't teach me this. God often calls people, even sometimes later, as they go through challenges. I thank God I, He didn't call me young. It's hard, as it, it's hard as it is older. It's hard as it is. Psalm 119, many of you like this one as well. 
Verse 67, I, I chose the Amplified version. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. You could say, before the police got involved. How, how real do you guys want me to be this morning? Before the police got involved, I was cocky. I was doing my own thing. Before I got home and I saw that letter on the table, I'm leaving and I'm taking the kids. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. And I, I don't like this about us, but that's the truth. God has to keep us back to mm, come back here, come because we're like all excited and we get now we do now we start to stray and we're every time the children of Israel strayed from the Lord is because of prosperity. Often, their prosperity and their blessing became a curse. Even in the wilderness, oh, we just have this stupid manna from heaven. If God was making food for me, people don't know what diet's best. I'm pretty sure that was a perfect food. But they were complaining, grumbling, complaining, and then God brings them out. Joshua, there's not a lot of complaining. They're just obeying. and brings them into the promised land. And that things are going great. And then they start to... Stray. Solomon strayed because of that. David even started to stray because of that. The kings would stray and the prophets would try to get them back, return to the Lord, oh backsliding Israel. They didn't, they didn't stray very often in their, in their, in the war time and in the difficult times. They strayed in the prosperity. Why is that? Because it makes us lazy. I like what one of the, I think it was Jeremiah. You are acting like well-fed, lusty stallions. Neighing at your neighbor's wife. <laughs> they didn't hold out any punches. Right? You become fat and lazy. That, that's what they said. And, and that's what does comfort does to us. Comfort. Comfort. If we're not careful. So God, in His mercy, will leave us sometimes in very difficult situations that don't make sense. But I do want to talk about life-changing brokenness versus life maintaining brokenness there are moments where life changes and you are thrown into the situation and you could say god is breaking you or he's using because people say are you are you saying that god caused my divorce no but he used it he used it to to bring that that allowed it i should say as well to bring you to that spot so there's life changing brokenness where you're just at your wit's end and you finally cry out to God. But there's also life maintaining brokenness. Because once you get there, when God broke me around 1999, 2000, when He broke me, I didn't stay there naturally. Right? Again, everything's going good. Doing this. And you start to get prideful. Arrogant. God said, I'm going to have to slap Him again. And how you do that is you put others first. You, you work on being gentle and calm and seasoning your words with grace and, and staying plugged into a home group or plugged into a church or coming. That's why we do a lot of events, you know, uh, sacred assembly nights or morning worship or when, you know, we do all these things to help people keep, stay broken and fed and refueled. And, and you have to maintain, and sometimes even as a Christian, God will use things to wake you up and break you again. Break you again. If heaven has called you, hell will attack you. 
And when you're broken, God may finally get your attention. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born was to town as this. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born for such a time as this. Such a time. You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.